This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are going to be talking about commitment to your goals. Now, why do I want to talk about this? Because honestly, I feel like every single day I speak to athletes online, and I feel like so many of those athletes love to say that, you know, they're all in committed, love to say that they would do anything that they can do to achieve these massive goals for their career. But when you dig a little deeper, they don't have the action that is going to actually back up that goal, that action that's actually going to back up achieving that goal sometime down the road. And for anybody that I have spoken to, this isn't a shot at anyone because I honestly believe a lot of you guys just don't understand what it takes to reach those goals. And in turn, you don't understand that how you're acting right now isn't in alignment with actually achieving the things you want in your life and in your career. So why am I bringing this up? Because honestly, like I said before we started the broadcast, my goal is to help as many athletes as possible actually step into their power and actually achieve the goals they have for their career, not learn how to really find the difference between talking about it and actually doing it. And these are two very different things that I find often get very clouded with a lot of athletes. And the reason for that is because honestly, it's very easy to get stuck in the fact that if you're watching this right now, the chances are you're already working very hard. The chances are you're already working very hard and you're already doing a lot. So you might be sitting here thinking, well, you know, he's not talking to me because I'm already doing enough. You know, I already work hard. So there's no way that this one's for me because, well, I'm already working hard. So why would this possibly be for me? And now I want to dig into that mentality. When I say you need to go all in, you need to do everything you can, you need to work harder than everybody else, I don't just mean with hours in the gym. And that's where a lot of people get messed up. I don't just mean with hours in the gym. So many of you guys out there think that you're going to just work hard every day in the gym and then magically good things are going to happen. But then you leave the gym, you go home and you're sleeping for two and a half hours a night or you're up all night playing video games or you're fueling your body with shit food or you're smoking weed every day or all of these other things that are fucking with all the progress that you're making in the gym. And so I wanted to talk today a little bit about one of my athletes and just the inspiration that he's brought me for you know bringing this talk to all of you guys but also just for this mentality in general because when i talk about going all in and i tell people that you know even though you're working hard you're not doing enough i don't say it from some sort of place of superiority of like oh you just need to be like me because there was a long time where that was me too you know i had i talked a big game i always had you know the next big things i was going to do and all of this but then day to day i wasn't backing it up i was working really hard I was, you know, in the gym every day. I was coaching athletes every day. I was building a business. I was doing all that. But then I was off on the weekends drinking and, you know, doing dumb shit. 
And then I was barely dragging my ass through Sunday. But, you know, I was thinking, well, it's okay because, you know, I'm working really hard. It's like, yeah, I'm working really hard, but how much fucking better would I have been if I wasn't hungover? You know, so I was not in alignment with how I was speaking. And that's one thing that I've really changed in the last couple of years. Um, But that's also one thing that this athlete I'm going to talk about embodies to his absolute core. And that's why I wanted to give him a little bit of shine. uh, And then, like I mentioned as well, get him on the podcast sometime down the road to discuss that as well. Um, So the guy that I'm going to talk about is Tim Shady Smith. And for anybody who follows me, you've definitely seen me post about him before. Uh, Anybody who follows him or knows him, you know, he's just the absolute fucking salt of the earth. Like great dude. Uh, so just like, I won't dig too, too deep into Tim's backstory, but he's been competing in MMA for almost 20 years. And he, I believe it was 2011. Uh, he was the unified MMA lightweight champion here in Alberta and pretty much on his way to, uh, to the big leagues, like on his way to, you know, making it in the sport of MMA. And unfortunately, sometimes as things do, some very personal stuff got in the way Uh, He fell off for quite a long time, ended up getting stripped of that belt. And then when he was able to get everything together, which, you know, was a four-year journey that I'm not even going to dig into with this episode, when he was able to, you know, get things together and come back, he was nearing the tail end of his career, I believe like 36, 37 years old. I believe 36, yeah, 36 or 37 years old when he managed to come back, which if you know the guy at all, then you know the deal. If you don't, then like go follow this guy at Shady Time MMA on Instagram, um, or just you know learn more about his story online. It's truly inspirational. So the fact that he was able to come back at all was step one of what commitment truly means. But when he came back and started, like when he came back and we first met, because we first met in 2021. When he came back and we first met, honestly. I was inspired from day one. Like the day that I met this dude, I knew like he's fucking built different. Like when people say that sometimes, you know, they just throw that term around. This dude is built fucking different. So when we first met, he had had one, he had had two fights back after his layoff. Um, And unfortunately, oh no, he had had three fights back after his layoff. Didn't have a win under his belt since 2013. It was 2021 at the time. And uh, came back and he told me, I know that, you know, I'm not going to the UFC. I know that I'm not, you know, going to like, quote unquote, make it. It's like, but I don't want to let my career end off the way that it's lo- it had looked like it was going to. And I want to come back and I want to win that championship belt again. And, you know, which again was a pretty daunting task. Like he had come back, he was on a three fight losing streak. Um, He hadn't had a win in like eight years. And he's saying he wants to get his Canadian championship back. And, you know, I was just having that initial conversation with him. I just like, I sat there and I just kind of like, I just got inspired. Like I got goosebumps just sitting and having that talk. And you know, we started working together and he walked in on, I believe, like our second day working together. And he said, yo, I took a fight. It's in three weeks. 
And I'm sitting there going, shit. (laughs) No, okay, we're going to do what we can in three weeks, but, you know, there's only so much change we can make from not working together to working together in that short amount of time. And, like, you know, we could still make some improvements in that time for sure, but it would be nice to have, like, three months. But we didn't have it. We had three weeks. So we put a hard grind in for those three weeks. Tim goes into the fight. Fight's going a little better even than the last couple. Ends up getting caught in a submission, loses the fight, and then picks up the microphone in the cage that he'd spent so many years in over the last almost two decades and retires. And I'm sitting in the crowd when that happened. And I remember sitting thinking, fuck, if we had had, you know, three months to work together, if we had been able to, you know, like really put in a good camp, I feel like we could have built that strength that he needed, the power that he needed, and he could have overtaken that fight. He could have, he could have. He could have finished things off with a win. And, like, even if that had been his last fight, it would have been great to be able to get him that win instead of coming away with another loss. But he's a good guy, seems happy with his decision, got to respect it. And so, you know, here I am leaving that event that night thinking, that's that. Sucks sucks that it finished that way, but that's the end of Tim Shady Smith in MMA. About 48 hours later, I get a call from Tim again, and he basically called me up and said, no, it's not ending like that. I'm not letting that be the story. And so, you know, I'm sitting here as well thinking like, you know, okay, I need a little convincing now. Like you just retired in the cage less than a week ago. It's like, why is it going to be different coming into this one? So I told him, okay, come into the gym. Let's chat. Let's sit down. Let's figure out what your plans are. And we'll see what we can put together and if this makes sense. And he sat down, he sat down with me in the gym and he laid out every area where he felt like he wasn't, he wasn't performing at his best. And then we figured out a plan. He wanted to take another fight very quickly. I said, you know what, let's give it time. Don't go right away. Let's give you a few months to actually train and fully physically prepare. And so he agreed and we ended up having eight months before his next fight. Now, in these eight months, this is where this podcast came from. The fact, like what he was able to do in those eight months was the definition of commitment. So in those eight months, he was working a night shift, sleeping random little chunks of time where he was able to, training six days a week, usually twice a day, if not giving the extra rest days here and there that we added into his schedule. And guys, in this time, he also has a kid. And in this time, he did not miss eight months of training. Not one session missed. Every single session got done unless we pre-planned a rest day. Every single session got done. Every single MMA session got done. Nothing got missed. Not only did nothing get missed, but every effort, every session was maximum fucking effort. There was no days where this guy was coming into the gym going, I don't want to do it today. Uh, And complaining about the fact that he was coming off of a night shift. He slept an hour and a half last night, hadn't eaten for the last like four hours, whatever it might be. Even if the situation wasn't good, he came in and he got to fucking work. Not only did he get to work with me, He also hired a nutritionist that was going to help him with his weight cut for the first time in his career. 
He also hired a mental performance coach that was going to work through some of the mental blocks that he had been dealing with over the last few years of his career that he felt like would help him. And every one of those areas of his game got dialed the fuck in. And guys, while I say this, I want you to truly understand, it's not like this dude was coming at it with unlimited money in the bank. It's not like this dude was coming at it with any and every resource that he possibly could have asked for. Like, he made the sacrifices. He made the adjustments to his lifestyle. He made it fucking happen because it was a goal and he went all fucking in. And that's what so many of you guys are missing. So over those eight months, this guy who, again, had had a bunch of people tell him that that should be it and he should just fade off into the sunset. He had had, he had even thought brief, briefly before that that was it and he should just fade off into the sunset. And instead of doing that, he made a decision. That is not how his story ends. And he decided that he is going to take it into his own hands and do everything he fucking can to make sure that wasn't how his story ended. Now, through that time, were there difficult times? Absolutely. Were there days where we had to have conversations, rearrange the schedule and make it work for him, skip one session to give himself some extra sleep, but get that session in later in the day so that he could be a little bit better rested? Absolutely. Were there days where the finances were tight and we weren't like the finances were tight, the schedule was tight, everything else was tight? Yes. But when you make the fucking decision and you decide to do everything it actually is going to take to achieve the goal you have, that is when beautiful things are born. So coming into this fight in now May 2022, again, like I said, he had made the decision that this was not going to be his ending. He wasn't going to end on a four, three or four fight losing streak. So we put the work in every single day coming into that fight. He did not miss a day. He did not complain. He did not bitch. He didn't worry about, you know, being tired or this or that. He came in and he got the fuck to work. And by doing that and by following his nutritionist plan to a T, that's TJ Whalen, by the way. If you don't know him, go follow him on Instagram at CoachTJW because he's a fucking wizard and can help you with your weight cuts. Um but by following TJ's plan, by following my plan, by speaking regularly with his mental performance coach, Josh Hill of Cerebral Champion, we were able to not only set him up to get his first win in nine years, but that fight earned fight of the year in Canada in 2022. So just think about what that means. He went from 0-4 in his last four fights to winning fight of the year in 2022, nine years after his last professional win. How? Not by doing anything crazy. Not by doing anything out of the ordinary. There was no magic training trick. There was no magic nutrition hack that got him down to weight. There was hard fucking work, investment in himself, and hard fucking work all over again. That's it. Commitment. Decisions that he was going to follow the plan no matter fucking what. And that was it. And that fight earned fight of the year. And since then, he has another win under his belt. And guys, now we're waiting to hear back on him getting another opportunity 
to take another crack at that championship that he held now 12 years ago. Think about what I'm saying here. He's pushing 40 years old, and he's got another chance to get the belt back that he had 12 years ago simply by making the choice to commit. So if you're sitting here listening to this, what I want you to take away from this talk about Tim, what I want you to take away from this is that the decision is up to you. There's always a reason not to do it. He could have pointed to a thousand different things. He could have pointed to the fact that he already retired. He could have pointed to the fact that training and nutrition and mental performance and all of that is a lot of money. He could have pointed to the fact that he's working a fucking night shift. He could have pointed to the fact that he has no ability to sleep regular hours. He could have pointed to the fact that, oh, I'm getting older and, you know, it's not, not worth it. It doesn't make sense anymore. He could have pointed. And one part I forgot to mention about all that is in the middle of that eight months, his gym shut down. The gym he had been training at for the last three years shut down. But again, that could have been another thing that he could have pointed to been like, oh, you know, the gym shut down. So uh, there's no way that I can, there's no way that I can do it because I don't have a place to train. But instead, what did he do? He found a new fucking gym and he got back to work and he didn't miss a fucking day. So the thing I want you guys to take away from this, coming back to that now, the thing I want you guys to take away from this story is that the decision is up to you. There are thousands of reasons every day that you can point to to not do it, to not commit, to not go all in, to not actually make the decision to commit, to actually just sit back and talk about how great you're going to be and talk about the things you're going to achieve. There's reasons every day that you can do that. You can just sit back and talk about it. It's a hell of a lot easier to sit back and talk about the belts you're going to win, the fights you're going to have, the money you're going to make, this, that, the other thing. What's a lot harder is actually fucking doing it. So if you want to achieve those things that you're sitting around talking about, you want to win the belts, you want to make the money, you want to reach those pro levels, stop talking and start understanding that all the excuses you keep telling yourself I don't have the time right now. It's expensive. I've got this problem, that problem, whatever problem. All the excuses you're telling yourself don't fucking matter. Because even if you make the decision not to do it right now because of any of those reasons that could all be valid, someone else is going to make those decisions. Someone else is going to make those commitments. Someone else is going to be willing to make the investment or the sacrifice that you're not willing to make. And in turn, they're going to take that spot instead of you. So let this be the wake-up call. Let this be the day that you understand that no excuse out there matters. Even if they're valid, if you have goals for your career, you need to work past them. You need to work through them. You need to not let those excuses stop you because that is the only way you're actually going to be able to keep moving forward. So that is it. That is all. I hope you took some inspiration from that. I hope you took some motivation from that. But in the meantime, make sure if you got some value from the show today that you are sharing it on your social media, share it with a coach, share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with someone you know is going to need to hear this message. In the meantime, I appreciate you all for tuning in, whether you're here live or whether you're listening back later. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll talk again soon. 
Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.